Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, it's your boy DJ Billy A, and we are live in beautiful Ceres, California. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand, in front of his microphone stand. Tell him who you am, my friend. Oh, what's going on, man? Yeah. It's your boy, Savvy Davis Jr., a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Drill Bit, yes. a.k.a. Mr. Lover Lover. Ooh. Actually, nobody's ever called me that, but... <laughs> Mr. Lava Lava. That's some hey. shaggy shit right there. I like that. I like that one, Mr. Lava Lava. Well, hey, man. Well, I'll tell you what's going on, man. Mm. As we got about 15 minutes into an episode and realized it wasn't recording. You know so, what? Yeah. It may very well have been a technical yeah. error, yeah. but I'm just going to take it and say no. this one's on me. No, I don't no, know what no. it is. No, no, no. I do. I, I, I don't know what. I. You know what yeah. it is? Yeah. It's just love is in the air. This is love is in the air. This it's is a, this is year five of the podcast. We've been doing this long enough. I'm saying that it was not human error. That was a computer malfunction because this this podcast station, the Roadcaster, has done this to us before. It's not the first time. And now, granted, we lost one episode because I kicked the power off. But the other one could have been my fault too, and we didn't know. Like maybe just like I I, I feel like I didn't do anything wrong, and that episode was just gone. But. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so you know what? I appreciate that. I yeah. really do, very much. I'm calling it the roadcast. Yeah, well, let's just say that. But anyway, man. So what we were talking about previously before uh-huh. this happened was I had said how good I feel. Yeah, I feel amazing because yeah. let me tell you why. I got clipped. I got a haircut, man. And oh, I was, oh. I was <laughs> saying in the previous episode that I saw a comedian who said, "You ever just feel depressed? You ever just feel depressed?" And you realize all you really needed was a haircut. You get a haircut, you look in the mirror and just go, God damn, mm-hmm, I, look, mm-hmm. I look good as hell, man. I look fly as fuck right now. And you know what? I, th- I thought about that and I, I was in dire need of a haircut. I go two, three months usually without a haircut. I just start looking absolutely shabby and ridiculous. 
And I get in there and, it, and it's right. It's like a weight's lifted. You just feel better. You feel lighter. You feel fresh. You feel clean. It's like a reboot. It's like a fresh start. You just feel good, man. And it, there's something to that. Would you say haggard? Haggard, big time, man. Well, I, you know, I, I go to the point where my hair now at my age of 48 years that I've been on this earth, when I was young, I rocked what I called the Prince Valiant look. Mm -hmm. Had it shaved underneath, left it kind of long on top. And I knew that I needed a cut when it was coming down into my eyes and coming over my ears. I literally started looking like Prince Valiant. Like it was that bad, except not blonde, I have brown hair. But that's when I would know. Now, I'm older. It don't get long like that anymore. <laughs> you know, the hairline recedes a bit, the grays come in. It gets big and it gets poofy, like this kind of bouffant style. My wife says it looks like um, Eric Estrada from Chips. Mm. Punch from Chips, the motorcycle mm -hmm. cop show. For our younger listeners, also kind of reminds me of Fez when it went from that 70s show. It, it, it grows, it gets big, it doesn't get long anymore, just gets kind of poofy and really goofy. Poofy and goofy, baby. Mm -hmm. Poofy mm -hmm. and goofy. It sounds like a really bad mumble rap song. <laughs> we getting poofy and goofy and poofy and goofy, poofy and goofy. Yeah, anyway, I, man. So I really I, wonder right now Yeah. if more of our lister, listeners will get the Chips reference or uh -huh. more of our listeners will get the That 70s Show If reference. I had to put money on it, I'm going That 70s Show because I think Chips literally really was in the 70s like i think it, l late 70s and then possibly when we were young we were catching it in reruns dude in the 80s when you and i came up yeah there's the theme song and they were literally california highway patrol officers they weren't like cops on the beat but they always somehow got themselves into like fighting like real crime like but really, they were just supposed to be pulling people over and writing tickets for speeding. But somehow they always ended up chasing a bad guy down and getting in the middle of some shit. <laughs> they tried to remake it into a movie that totally flopped with, oddly enough, Fez from that 70s show play. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that just tells you everything you need to know right there, man. So, yeah, I get big hair. I'd say big hair don't care, but I do. It gets goofy after a while. And when my wife starts noticing shit, like, that's what I got to pull the plug and uh i'll, I'll tell you this done. dude if yeah. you ever roll in here with that long hair again yeah all i will be able to see is paunch so yeah that's... <laughs> i'll all make sure usually when it, and and this is how you know i just got my hair cut normally when i show up for this i got a hat a beanie like i'm always wearing a baseball hat it's the weekend but it's so i when you get that cut because i just cut it yesterday and it just feels so good i got up this morning and i'm like I can't put a hat on this shit. It's looking fly, baby. I gotta do that. I did my hair. I'm like, hell yeah, man. I'm taking this show on the road, dude. It's road show. Yeah, road show. That's right. It's just, it's, it's too good to put a hat on. I couldn't do it, man. But no, I, I, I feel good. Uh, it's definitely, it definitely does something for you. There's something. It's like getting a new outfit. I would say is probably a similar feeling. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, when you put on. There's something about when you go in that dressing room and you put on that shirt and that new, you put on that new fit and you look and it just looks good. Then you put your old outfit on and it looks like shit. You're like, oh, I gotta wear these old clothes till I get home, you know, like, God damn it. Like, it's the same thing with a haircut. You just leave feeling reinvigorated and feeling good, man. It's, a, it's, it's just such a simple thing you could do for yourself. So what I would say to the listeners, if you think you're depressed, 
you're feeling down in the dumps, uh-huh. you may just need a haircut. Yeah. That, that could be it. That could Makes be sense. it. But props to the comedian. I wish I could remember his name who said that. I came across his video. I thought it was hilarious and so true. The funniest stuff is. But I can't remember his name. But props to him, man. Because, yeah, he thought he was depressed. He just needed a haircut. That was it. Hey, did you know that um, this week is Valentine's Day? I do. I do, actually. You and I were... Oh, you want to know why now? Because we were discussing it off mic before the episode started. And then we were also discussing it in the episode that we just realized wasn't recorded. We were also discussing it well because we were trying to figure out how to make this weekend work. Yes. So there's so many things coming into play, man. Um, but yeah, dude, it's... As we were discussing earlier, um, I was saying it's crazy that they allow... I don't understand why... Valentine's Day has to be February 14th. You know, I get Mm -hmm. December the 25th for Christmas. They're saying it's Jesus's birthday, although no one really knows. They just picked a day. Thanksgiving Day, I understand. They're saying that's when we landed on Plymouth Rock. The settlers landed on Plymouth Rock. So those days are kind of more set. But like Halloween should always be a Friday or Saturday night. I feel the same way about Valentine's Day. It should always be. It should be the lap. You know, like it should be the third Friday or Saturday of February. Is then I feel like Halloween should be the last Friday of October. What, whatever they want to do it, however they want to roll it. But yo, know, I could just remember like when Halloween would be a Wednesday and my kids would be out till eight or nine, ten at night, eating candy and they're all fired up and they don't want to go to sleep. Then I send them off the next day, and I know my, I know that the public school teachers were just hating life because they're they're on, they're on that sugar rush, and then they crash right. and they're exhausted. So you're sending these kids to these underpaid public servants, the our public school teachers, and the kids are just you know like drug addicts coming down off a of sugar high, and they're <laughs> exhausted and they're grumpy as fuck, man. And you're like, go learn, leave me the hell alone, and have a good day, and good luck, Mrs. Johnson. You know, like. Yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, but yes, it is Valentine's Day. Um, and, uh, it's an interesting holiday, Matt, because it's, uh, not one that I, I've discussed this on the show before. It's not, my wife and I've been together now going on 10 years. Um, Congrats. I actually, thank you. I actually proposed on Valentine's Day. And a lot of people say, oh, you just did that so you'd remember the day you proposed. And I say, yeah, so what of it? Shut up. You know, <laughs> but no, no, it just so happened. And? We had a big date night. That's when I got the ring. We had plans to go out on Valentine's Day. And that's when I proposed. It was beautiful. But it's funny. Even that being said, Valentine's Day is not a big deal once you've been together a long time. Like mm-hmm. you get to that point where you're like, look, I love you. I don't need a day to remind me of how much I love you. Look, we, my wife and I both have September and October birthdays. Then we roll into Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, my son's birthday, her daughter's birthday. We're like celebrated out at this point. Like it's, it's, it's overkill. So I, uh, it, it, for us, it's like, look, I'm trying to diet now. You're trying to diet now. I don't want no more fucking candy. Let's just maybe go grab some dinner somewhere and just keep it low key. But it isn't like the card, the stuffed animal, the flowers, the teddy bear, like those things kind of went out the window, like after the first couple of years. And now we just have our tradition that I've talked about on the show every Super Bowl Sunday, because the streets are empty and everyone's out doing their thing. We have a date on Super Bowl Sunday. We usually because it's 
we go out earlier. So we grab lunch, we go shopping, maybe we catch a movie, whatever. Um, and it's just an amazing, it, it's kind of sad because we'll like go to like Costco, you know? But have you ever seen Costco empty? On a Tuesday, Thursday, doesn't matter. Super Bowl Sunday, pretty damn empty. It's like the best. The, the one drawback is a lot of places close Super Bowl Sunday. So you got it like, we were like, yeah, I really want Chinese, man. And I think uh, P.F. Chang's, my wife's got gluten intolerance. P.F. Chang's does gluten-free Chinese, but we had to find, there was several P.F. Chang's that weren't open. Like, so we had to find, there's one in Roseville that's open. Uh, so we're gonna go uh, on Sunday and have lunch at P.F. Chang's in Roseville, do some shopping, you know, whatever, just kind of play it by ear. But yeah, at this point, we've been together so long, Valentine's is kind of that holiday that's like, yeah, whatever. It's more like we have a Super Bowl Sunday tradition. Right. It just happens to kind of be around Valentine's, so it pans out. Mm -hmm. But if I was to not, if I was to wake up February 14th and not say happy Valentine's Day, she's not going to be like, I'm not going to come home to my shit out on the front porch. You know, like, how oh, you motherfucker, like, get out. You know, like, it's not going to be, it's not a deal breaker, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Uh, I think Valentine's Day is really more for the young. Like it's a, it's like, oh, we just started dating. I want, I, know, I just need another reason to. You know, I just love you so much. I just, I just wanted to tell you again. You know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's when you're in that cutesy, cutesy new. Mm -hmm. It's more special, I think. Now, to to me, it's like, oh, greeting cards and chocolate companies just needed, and flower companies needed to make some more money. You know, that's what I. That's the old. <laughs> that's the old jaded man in me. That's how I feel. What about you, man? What's, what's your take on Valentine's? Thoughts? Oh, uh, you know, uh, Valentine's. What was that? It was a little high pitch know. action there. <laughs> Did you suck on some helium right before that? No, I just. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I do think. Pause. That, Are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. What I keep beautiful that's what I'm, I'm really focused on yeah i know i love it man I've, that's why i kind of did the whole pause because i was resetting to answer your question yes I'm focusing on the yes on the electronics we're here. a little gun shy now folks we were we were rolling i'm gonna tell you this episode's quality we were well on our way to making an episode that was as good or better so i apologize but <laughs> the good news is we yeah. caught it before and we didn't waste a full yeah, hour did, did. oh man if we'd gotten an hour and five in because we average about an hour and five an hour and ten on our podcast i've noticed we're right at that hour four hour five months. we'd have might have been done just bill's like you know what i'm going home dude yeah I'm not doing this if shit. we'd have done a full hour i would have been really disheartened that would have been rough but anyway so your thoughts on <laughs> well, you know, uh, um you know the thing is is I'll, I, here's how i feel yeah i do think it's a hallmark holiday yeah i do think that it's something that's you know just kind of made up and you know for people to sell stuff and things sure. like that and just another reason to celebrate that was created or whatever yes uh that being said um you know valentine's day when i was a little kid and oh. everybody oh my god get, you had to get valentine's for the whole class yes so that was good times and it was always fun because what are the little candies they're like little hearts. conversation heart conversation tarts is that what they're called yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I i never Be mine yes i never thought they tasted good but if you didn't get them, you felt let down. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh man. So uh, I don't like these. So but I want them. there's that. That part was fun, and then they also definitely like, um, you know, when we were kids, they really started to get into the Valentines were like branded. Yeah, branded. Yes. So Ninja Turtle, Transformers, oh. Care Bear, like anything, right? So then 
it, it became fun to go get the Valentines because we'd go, you know, down to yes. whatever store we'd yeah, go yeah, yeah. down to Lucky or whatever and yeah. and be like, or Thrifty, yeah, yeah. Sprouse oh, Reets. Yeah, you date. We just dated ourselves big time. You know, and be thrifty and Sprouse Reets no longer exist. Well, that's not true. Thrifty is still around in some spots. Sprouse Reets no more though. And then Did you go to Beano's. Get to go down to Beano's. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I don't even know. I think Beano's may have just been an Amador County thing. I, well, you and me both. I think got my silver tabs yeah, at Beano's. Yeah, dude, that was like the one clothing store that had cool clothes in all of Amador County. You weren't going to Kmart to get your clothes, and you know you, there was no other little shop on Main Street. It was Beano's, and I don't. What a fucking horrible name! Now that you, that's terrible, Beano's. Woo, feeling a little gassy. Where you been at? Just came from Beano's, baby. You know, like I, it, what you, you craving Mexican? No, I need some jeans. Like, yeah. I'm going to Beano's. Some silver tabs, bro. Yeah. What do you mean? And the taco. Yeah, yeah. So that that made it cool. Yeah. You know, and fun. Yes. And then yes. we got a little bit older, and it became about love and yes. relationships. Yes. And you know that was hard. Yes. When you were a little kid, because there was only a couple people that like. You know, I can remember a couple people when we were young that were like dating in fifth and yes. sixth grade. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I was I was immature and young and goofy. And, yeah. you know, as I've learned, as I've gotten older, there were girls that liked me, but I had no idea. Yes. I was an idiot. You know what me I mean? Me too. Things like that. And uh, so then that was weird. Then you get to like junior high and high school. And then like then, you know, Valentine's Day becomes about, you know, getting like a, a little teddy bear or something for your girl or whatever right, you know what I mean? right, 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 right. a little bit into yeah. the to the hallmark type uh holiday that it actually is yes uh so i mean it's cool i like it i enjoy it especially when you're uh you know you have somebody to share it with yeah absolutely i, I will say this it's uh even when you have somebody like you said you know it's it's nice and it, you guys do a thing but like it's not gonna it's just another day too. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're when you're when you're single, yes, right. Then you see that all the the guys on the corner, yes. and everything's hearts and loves everywhere. Yeah, that shit probably gets old. I can only imagine, especially yeah. if you're like heartbroken. Yes, you're probably like fuck yeah. February fourteenth. Well, I mean, know? we all know the statistics. What happens around the holidays? I mean, the suicide rates go up. Depression mm-hmm. to people who are depressed get even more depressed. It's actually kind of sad if you're alone. The holiday season and the holiday season is really long. Like people think of it as like, okay, Thanksgiving, Christmas, but it starts in, at the end of October with Halloween. Uh, and my just birthday, but. At your birthday, correct. And my birthday as well in October. Mm-hmm. So October's amazing. But I mean, if you think about, you, you roll from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's, and then you get a little gap and then it's, it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, then President's Day. Right. So well, get, well, but I'm just saying you yeah, have yeah. holidays. Yeah, There's yeah, like a constant. ton of holidays. It's constant. From the from October until yes. February. And then after February, you don't really have anything until what, Memorial Day? No, there's even, well, you don't forget March is uh, is Easter. So, so March or that, April, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, they have it covered. What they basically did was, and we may have talked about this on another podcast, 
is in the colder times of year, the cold weather, people don't tend to travel. People don't tend to spend money. People don't tend to go out and gather and eat out. So what did they do? They're like, well, when does it really slow down? Well, from about the end of October until about March. And then you hit spring and the sun comes out and it picks up. So what do we do from October to March? Well, we're going to do we're going to do Halloween, we're going to do Thanksgiving, we're going to do Christmas, we're going to do New Year's, and then we're going to do Easter and President's Day. And then at that point, the sun's shining, and that's when people take trips and go out and spend money. They don't have to entice people when the sun is shining. Right. But that there's no, it's not a mistake that all the main holidays happen in that three-month span. Like, really, dude, we could use a break. Like, you know, like, I could just got done buying... You know, if you got little kids, you just get done buying the Halloween costumes and all the candy and taking them out. And then you roll into Thanksgiving where you're buying all the food and preparing and going and getting the tree and doing all that. Then it's Christmas with the gifts and more candy and more food. And then it's New Year's, more food and party. It's like if you're alone and your bank account's low, I could absolutely see why you would be depressed. Like I could, to- I totally get it. I never really, really thought about it until this point. But if you don't have a lot of money and you don't have someone else to share that with a significant other family, girlfriend, wife, family, whatever, mm-hmm. that four months could be absolutely brutal, just painful, man. I can't even imagine. I've been blessed enough in my life to have parents and sisters and uncles and brothers and family and then have kids and be married for a long time and then now have a new wife i didn't do an alone holiday ever i've never done that so i can only imagine how difficult those four or five months would could be for someone that doesn't have family and doesn't have a significant other well there's there's a reason why those numbers are so staggering during the holidays right yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy but so so anyway love yeah valentine's day (laughs) Cupid um, and his damn arrow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm for it. I'm I, especially if you have someone to, you know, even if it, it's, I, I don't think that it needs to be this massive, huge thing, you yeah. know, like. But if that's your thing and you're all about love and red and hearts and do your thing, man. There's, there's, there's definitely a market for it. Oh, 100 percent. Enjoy it. Like I said, I think it's really important when you're young and you're, in, and you're in the new, new stages, the early stages of a relationship. When you're just getting started, it is important to show that person, look, I can remember this. I want to take this time to make sure you know that you're special and celebrate you. Then once you're more comfortable and you've been together for longer, you start to learn that, oh, it's the little things that you do every day. My wife, you know, on her way home, stopped at the grocery store and picked something up for me that I really needed. And she thought about me in that way. And it's those little things like... She makes amazing dinners, prepares a week in advance, plans the meals, makes the meals. I came home from work yesterday and spent three hours in the front yard because she had mentioned how horrible she thought it looked and it was really getting out of control when it was. My man card was on the line with that. So I went out there after work and worked till the sun went down doing that. It's those kind of things that show your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend, your spouse that you care. Um, you know, and, and it shifts away from the candy and the hearts and the flowers and becomes more the day to day, the stuff that you do that you may not necessarily want to do, but you do to show that other person that you love them. And that's special and important too, as you know, just as much as the flowers and the hearts and the candy. But yeah. Speaking of love, yeah, you and I both watched a romantic comedy. We did, but 
Before we jump to that, I do want yeah. to say something. Yes, please. I looked up the top 10 Billboard's top 10 love songs of all time. Billboard's top 10 love songs. Okay. Yeah. Boy, I know I know what my favorites are, but if this is of all time, just Billboard. This is what it says, top 50 love yeah, songs Yeah, I don't know, because you you could be doing rock and roll. I, I, okay, let's hear. Uh, my guess, somewhere in there has to be I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. I would hope that's in the top 10. Okay. I would hope. I'm going to say, uh, I don't know what they are. I'm, I'm sitting on number 10. I'm going to I'm gonna say, let's get it on top five. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. That's the only one on. I can think of. Classic. Yeah. Absolute amazing song. Uh, Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You at one time, was the biggest selling single of all time. And it, it broke. I forget what record it broke. And then Boys to Men turned around and broke that record again with Mariah Carey on a song with Mariah Carey. So I'd be shocked if Boys to Men isn't on there in some way, shape, or form. But let's hear them. I'm, I'm curious. So the, some like I can tell you, I've never heard. Maybe if I heard it, I would know it, but I don't know this Got song. Got you. Okay. Number 10, Best of My Love by The Emotions. Uh, old school doo-wop. R&B, like, yeah, like a Temptations-type group. See, I don't think this is a love song, but apparently it is. Number nine, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackheart. I love rock and roll. It's a, it's a love song to rock and roll, but yeah, I wouldn't have put, that wouldn't make my list. That's weird. That's a weird one. Number eight, Because I Love You by Stevie B. Oh, Stevie B. Really? Interesting. Oh, you, like, you like Stevie B, Merce? Apparently your dog is a fan of Stevie oh, B as Merce well. Merce loves oh, a little Stevie B. Yeah. That gets it going. Yes. Uh, number seven, Let Me Love You by Mario. Mario made the list, huh? Uh, okay. Mario didn't realize this song was going to be so huge. Apparently I didn't not. know it would touch so many people, he says. Yeah. It's a me. A Mario. A Mario. <laughs> Number six, I will always love you by Whitney Houston. Ooh, good one. That now that there you have it. That absolutely. Number five, by a group called Wings, Paul in nineteen seventy six. Silly love songs. Oh, I think the world has had enough of silly love songs. After Paul left the Beatles, he formed Wings, and actually was every bit as successful, if not more, with Wings. I know Wings. My dad had a Wings tape. Uh, the big one on Wings mm -hmm. was Ebony and Ivory, mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney. Ebony and Ivory, living in perfect company. Yeah, that's a good one. Silly Love Songs is a good one. Uh, I think number five. Yeah. Nope, number four. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we found love, Rihanna and Calvin Harris. Okay, so then we're getting some new stuff. Mario, Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. Man, Mercy is all about love. This is not her normal. She's not so vocal usually. Where yet, girl? How deep is your love by the Bee Gees? Number oh, three. Oh my goodness! Now you're talking. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? I really need to learn. Cause we're living in a world of fools breaking us down. You ever hear Chris Tucker Do you tell know a story what movie about that the song was written for? Staying Alive? No. Saturday Night Fever? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Chris Tucker tells a hilarious story about being at Michael Jackson's house and um oh man andy gibb is that the main writer the main whoever yeah. the lead singer barry is gibb? barry gibb for the Bee Gees comes over 
And they sit down and start to harmonize together and do How Deep Is Your Love. And Chris Tucker can't contain himself. So he starts belting it after about, they're a minute in, he starts going, I really need to learn. And they both stop. It goes dead silent. And Michael looks over and goes, oh, Chris, no, Chris. Why would you do it to Chris? Why would you do that, Chris? That's just not, no, Chris, don't. Chris, just go outside for a minute, okay? We're going to finish here. You just go outside. <laughs> I always remember that because I could totally see. Because if I was Chris Tucker, I'd have done the same thing. You heard me. I can't help but sing that song. It's right. that fucking good. Anyway, go ahead. Number two. <clears throat> Number two. I'll make love to you. Ah. Boys to men. I'll make love to you. You got to hold one ear. Put your hand over. Like you want me to. And I'll hold you tight, lady, all through the night. I'll make love to you. And I will not let go till you tell me to. And my phone fell. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what's funny about that is I think I was like a sophomore in high school oh, when yeah. that came oh, out. Yeah. And I'm slow dancing to g- with girls at the dance, and I'm singing that while we're slow dancing. I, I don't know nothing about making love to nobody. <laughs> but, uh, man, what a great track. I'm glad to hear it made the list. Number two, that's huge. Mm-hmm. All right, now I'm real curious what number one is. Have We, we haven't gotten Marvin Gaye yet. Mm-mm. Okay. You think that's going to be number one? I hope so. I love that song. Uh, but you know what another a good one would be? Um, the Temptations. Damn, damn, my Girl. Oh, that would be a good one, too, man. So what do we got now? Drum roll, please. Oh, number one top love song of all time. Endless Love by Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. Endless Love. Which has been ruined by Adam Sandler movies. It's uh, it's, uh, Happy Gilmore. What? Friends can listen to Endless Love in the dark. What do you mean? Yeah. Let me scroll up here, see where I can find my Marvin Gaye. I can't stop loving you. My love. Crazy little thing called love. Ooh, good one. Maybe it doesn't count. It has to have love in the name. Is that you think? Well, I love rock and roll. That would make sense. So they're, they, so yeah. these are the top songs with love in the title. Yeah. And that makes more sense. Love the way you lie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Eminem made it. Yeah, that's not. Eminem's got to be on every that's list. That's not a love song. No, it's not. Okay. But I'll make love to you. If it was just love songs that didn't have to have love in the title, that should be on the list. I, I have. Uh, and Endless Love is a good one, too. But Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. Should be, and Marvin Gaye also has sexual healing. But my girl, dude. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. Mm-hmm. When it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. Boy, they don't make songs like that anymore. That is just well, they classic. Said that, he made that song before Global Warming. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little different now. But man, that was interesting. Funny. Yeah, cause I love rock and roll. Yeah, come on, man. Like, I, I love rock and roll, but I don't love, love rock and roll. You know <laughs> Yeah, I mean nothing, nothing bad about you know Joan Jett. Yeah, yeah. All respect. All respect, do great, great respect, do. It's, it's a smash. It, it's an absolute karaoke blapper. Yeah, well, dude, I could see it. Man. Oh you man, could get a few drinks. And every, savage, every, every, and he loves rock and roll. No, I don't do that. I don't oh, sing yeah. that. I'm just saying when I was at, the, when I was in the karaoke. Yeah. When I was in the karaoke, that song was played every. What's night. the movie where he's like? It is pronounced. 
karaoke. I forget. There's karaoke. A karaoke. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that was always, a, always a, a that song was sung every night. Yeah, I, I can, I can only imagine. 100%. But it's funny, man, because I didn't even think about this as we're talking about uh, Valentine's Day. That this movie that we're gonna talk about a little bit is a is a love story. It's kind of a love. It's been described as a love story with a bit of an edge because it deals with race relations, but it's still a love story and it fits in perfectly coming off the top 10 love songs of all time and talking about Valentine's Day. And of course, the movie I'm talking about is the Netflix original You People. You and I both watched it, uh, written by Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris, Mm -hmm. uh, also directed by Kenya Barris. And Kenya Barris is the man who created the TV show Blackish. And there's also a lot of offshoot shows from Blackish that he's working on as well. And and he's mm-hmm. worked on it. Kenya Barris has worked on a lot of other things, a lot of other projects as well. But I think he's really well known for Blackish. So he and Jonah Hill wrote this. He directed it. Um, man, an all-star cast. Uh, Lauren London, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Nia Long, David Duchovny. I mean, it just uh, Mike Epps. Rhea Perlman, who I have not seen since Cheers, like pops off in this one. Um, I thought it was a fun movie. It was, look, all I ask for a comedy is that makes me laugh. Like if the plot is silly and ridiculous, I'm okay with it as long as it consistently makes me laugh. And uh, there were some moments in this movie that I was like, oh, come on. That's not how real people are going to talk to each other or act. But I was laughing. So I still enjoyed it. So I, I'm giving this the 209 cosine. I definitely think it's worth a watch. Uh, how about you, man? How'd you feel? Well, sir, would you like the good or the bad? Yeah, I got some bad too. But yeah, start with whatever you want, man. Whatever you feel, whatever you're feeling more. I always try to start with something positive. Like whenever we do a movie review and I hate the movie, if I start off with, well, this movie looked really good. You know, it's not it's not good for the movie. Well, let me just start with this. I cannot remember the last time that I saw a trailer or a preview for a comedy. Yeah. And wasn't disappointed on some level. Right. Sure. And this is no different. Right. Um, I would say that I was entertained. There was some funny things that I yes. certainly enjoyed. Absolutely. Uh, I thought uh, I thought Jonah Hill was good. Yes. Uh, as a white guy who is loves the culture. Jewish. Jewish guy who loves hip-hop culture, tennis shoe culture. Basically, he loves and appreciates black culture. He right. even well, does. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. As a white guy who yeah. likes the culture, yeah. which is... We can relate. Yeah, we can absolutely relate. So I, I feel like uh, there was definitely that uh, association. So that, that part was good. And I thought it was very funny. Um, and um, I will say this, and, and you know that... We've talked about this. My bar, when I when it comes to these things, is I want to be entertained. Yes. And I was entertained. Right. Uh, I will probably never watch it again. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm I right was entertained. I it was a good two hours or whatever. Yeah. I was I had a, a good time uh, with a lot of it. Um, I uh, I'll tell you what you want to know. What my favorite parts of the entire movie was what um, was each scene. 
Jonah Hill kind of had a new graphic T-shirt of it's so good of a, of a band or yeah. a, or a, or, a, or an artist. It was hip hop, hip hop. Yeah, you know what it reminded me of? I told my wife, he's just like, um, oh, what is the guy's name in The Boys? Um, oh, I can't remember the character's name. African American black gentleman, the black guy in The Boys. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but. He always has a different hip hop shirt on. I don't know if you've noticed that. It'll be old dirty bastard tribe called Quest. And I'm always like, oh my God, I want that shirt. That was what I was doing during this movie. I was like, oh my God, I want that shirt. He's wearing an ice yeah, cube shirt. Yeah. Like, but you know, you're absolutely right. That was amazing. But uh, yeah, so that those would certainly be the positives. Okay. Um, the negatives, I would say, were it came to a screeching halt. Yeah. Like the way that I didn't like the ending. And yeah. I don't know how you fix it, and but because, and, and and I'll tell you this, because I did get yelled at, or we got yelled at from somebody. If you haven't seen this and you plan on seeing this movie, stop right now. Yes. Spoiler alert. Okay. Oh, somebody got. Yeah, I guess we haven't been very good about yeah, yeah. giving the spoiler. Alerts. I can tell you what. I had one person tip me up that tell told me that they were weren't happy because I kind of ruined Father Stu, and in that same week someone was like bill kind of fucked up the whale for me and i was like fuck we did because we didn't really say spoiler yeah, alert yeah so you know what our but, bad but hey with the whale they tell you he's dying in the first five minutes and i don't know what ruined yeah, it yeah, for yeah. him whatever because other than that that's it in, in the first five minutes of the whale the lady comes over and goes you're gonna be dead by the weekend if you don't turn your shit around and he's like i'm not so anyway spoiler yeah. alert yes. if you plan on seeing this movie and you haven't seen it pause right now Okay. But if you've seen every romantic comedy ever made, guy meets girl, guy falls in love with girl. Yeah, guy, you're ruining guy, them all, Bill. Now we're going to get hate mail. Guy breaks up with girl, guy gets back together with girl. The end. There you go. So I, I'm just. There, there's, there's, uh, there's some drama. Yes. And then they split up. Correct. The parents. Re- the, the reason they're splitting up has nothing to do with their actual love, with act, how they feel about each other. It's external factors. Their parents are horrible. Yeah. So they're, they're, yeah, the, the part, external they're factors yeah. communicate and fi- yeah. finally figure out, dude, we need to make this right. Yes. So they, they find a way to get them all together in the same place and, and say, like, apologize to each other and all yes. this stuff. And it's really good. And then, like, they walk in a door and there's, like, a wedding set up and then that's right. the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. so So... I, I absolutely hated that. I was like, oh, I guess we're done. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, I feel like that's called in Hollywood writing yourself into a corner. They like write, 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 write. And all of a sudden they're like, fuck, what do we do now? We've written ourselves into this corner and how do we get out of it? Okay, it's a uh, wedding. Everybody kiss and make up and they're going to get married. Yeah, because they like canceled the wedding. They like everything was off. They... They mm-hmm. weren't speaking. They weren't talking to each other. And these parents who've been God awful to each other the whole movie, they've been awful. Like, that was my big gripe with the movie was that, like, in real life, who's that clueless that they don't know they're being offensive? Like, like I don't know very many people that would say, like, she made it a point to, like, you know, David Duchovny kept in it. I thought this was funny. But David Duchovny kept bringing up the Exhibit of all the rappers, like not Snoop Dogg, it, not Ice Cube. Exhibit had braids. Yeah, Exhibit had braids. The X to the Z. And he's just, he keeps going back. Even in his toast at the wedding, he's like, and then Exhibit moved from Arizona to Los Angeles. They're like, okay, thank you. That's. 
I and I I thought that was funny. But also, I was like, come on, does he really think talking about exhibits going to get him in with the black family? Does she think talking about her hair? They were just like so like clueless about how offensive they were being. And it was like, come on. But I thought Julia Louis-Dreyfus was the high point. In a movie with Eddie Murphy, who's like the king of comedy, like one of the greatest stand-ups of all time, the guy who like... There's no Chappelle. There's no Chris Rock. Like other than like he he came off of the Richard Pryor family tree, and since then it's been him who's considered the guy who's like spawned all these comedians. He really wasn't funny. I'm still waiting for the Eddie Murphy movie, his comeback movie where he's funny because I loved. Um, Dolomite is my name, but it was the true story of Dolomite. There were funny moments. But it wasn't necessarily a comedy. An amazing movie. I'd recommend anyone watching it who hasn't. Dolomite is my name is incredible. But not necessarily a straight up comedy. And you know, coming to America, you and I both talked about that. That was not very good at all. Not funny. This one, Eddie Murphy had a couple of funny moments. But if I think if you take David Duchovny, David Duchovny, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and uh, Jonah Hill, they were who held this movie up and kept it going I felt like they were the funny they were the but- so, so you know and, th- and there was a lot of little things about the movie that were just kind of irky to me yeah like it's it's I hate when like you see something and you're like come on dude like, yeah yeah you know and so that there, in this movie for sure I definitely ran into like like Jonah Hill is like he knows his mom's annoying but like he doesn't realize the seriousness of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she doesn't realize that Eddie Murphy's a fucking stone cold asshole. Yeah. And he does doesn't do anything about it and just be like, oh, well, our parents feel this way. I guess we should break up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Who, like, and here's the thing is like, I know people, I know people right now. Yeah. Who allow their parents to get away with murder. Right. Because they're my parents and I should respect sure. them or whatever. But like, not two people in the same relationship and they just let everything go haywire. Like, like I think that, I think that I'm sure that happens a lot. And I could tell you this, especially in, in the, I don't want to categorize things, but like, I know two people who are both of Catholic, Catholic. Yes. And, uh, of Hispanic nature uh-huh. or, or, uh, sure. you know, people and they don't tell their parents anything. Mm-hmm. They won't. Yeah. Respect your elders. You know, yeah, I was yeah. raised Catholic. Da-da. And they like let their parents, like even though they've been married for years right. to their significant other, just do whatever they want. And like, I'm like, you'd let your parents, they're like kind of messing up your relationship. So I know that shit does happen. Right. But to the point where like, you're like, well. Calling off the wedding. Let's call yeah. off the wedding yeah, yeah. after they have like a. It, they're at the rehearsal dinner, and it looks like that rehearsal dinner costs about ten grand. Yeah, and the wedding was insane too. Absolutely, like they're in a fancy place in Los Angeles. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, it was consistent to me. I chuckled consistently, and from a comedy, that's the only reason I'm recommending this movie is because I did laugh consistently. Thanks to David Duchovny. I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a goat. I don't think she gets enough credit. Not just Seinfeld, but. Uh, she was on Saturday Night Live, Seinfeld, obviously. I mean, I, every year I watch, 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and she's in that. I think she's incredible. I don't think she gets enough credit. And to her credit, she holds this. I felt like she held the movie up. Like, it, it, I liked Mike Epps. When he came on board towards the end, he had a couple of him and Eddie Murphy had some nice moments. Uh, but overall, man, it, it was all about David Duchovny and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. But they're in the movie constant throughout. So they kept the funny going. It's just like, it's cringy funny. Like you're like, would anybody really say that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. do how, how do they not know that that's not offensive? Come on. Like, but it's still, I laughed. So that's why I can give this a light 209 cosine. But I did enjoy it. And the two things I really loved about it, you talked about his t-shirts. I loved the music in the background throughout the movie. It was like a character of the movie. And it's cool because at one point, Lauren London is the uh, is is Jonah Hill's love interest in the movie. And Lauren London was is the widow of Nipsey Hussle. So at one point they play, uh, last time that I checked, last time that I checked, I had two chains on my neck. And, they, and they're showing you um, the street where Nipsey's shop is. And you see the Capitol Records building. Like the music, the hip hop soundtrack and Los Angeles was every bit of a star of this movie. Like uh, Kenya Barris's direction. Like at one point they're sitting having a conversation in the restaurant and in the background you see the Capitol Records building. Right. And you see sunsets and you see wide open shots of the city. Hip hop music and Los Angeles was every bit as big of a star of this movie as the cast was. I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought the music was executed so well. And then I just thought um, it was funny enough. So between the music and between the the, the setting and then the, uh, the the comedy, I can give this a light 209 cosine. But absolutely, like you said, will I return to it as a classic that I'll watch over and over and over again? No. I just watched, again, for the first time in years, uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. And there is a comedy that like launched so many people's careers is consistently funny and has just a great plot well put together like an absolute classic that i do watch once every couple years i pull out the 40 year old virgin and watch it i love that it's so you know you people is not on that level but it is funny enough that i would say check it out if you got netflix you're paying for it anyway check it out it's definitely it's definitely watch worthy yeah uh i definitely recommend it there's enough in it that is fun and entertaining a lot of things we talked about especially if you're into the hip-hop and the and the humor uh you i think you'll enjoy it uh, i did watch it um with some people and those people were just one thing that they 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 could not get over the way that jonah hill jonah hill's hair was they couldn't stand his hair the, the blonde way yeah i told my wife he fucking committed he even bleached his beard yeah. like it wasn't just his Hair was slick back and blonde. Like he he did the highlights in his hair. I'm like, I looked over at my wife and went, he highlighted his beard. That's commitment right there. Like yeah. he went for it. And, like, and and I have been there, not with this, but I have been there when so, like you see something in a movie, yeah, and you just can't get oh can't get by it. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? So I I didn't say anything because they were like, I just I I, I can't. I can't, I can't co-sign this. I can't get and by. And he's had that. I get, apparently, he likes that because he had that hairstyle well before the movie. So yeah. he's digging it, apparently. But yeah, it's ridiculous. But again, 
if you like that stuff, I think it's enjoyable. Uh, it's not a perfect movie. I think you'll you'll probably have fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a great way to put it. You will have fun with it. It's, it's certainly enough to have fun with. Um, I was I was disappointed. I think with uh, with Eddie Murphy, but I think that. He was playing the character, the you know, the role. They I mean, had I don't him think play a hard it. ass. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I was trying to think. Has Eddie Murphy ever played like a, a hard ass? Like he he was playing. He played the mean dad who didn't want his daughter to marry a white guy. He right. played. There was nothing wrong with the way he played it. He did everything he could. I believed he was that militant Muslim, angry black man. It just unfortunately that kind of character doesn't allow for a lot of humor. Like. Right. It's like they let, they lit his kufi on fire, and it was the kufi from Minister Farrakhan, and he didn't say anything funny. He just looked angry, and that was what his character called for. I'm hoping his next project is Beverly Hills Cop Four. Uh, you know how that goes. Thirty years later, when you get a sequel, I mean, they did it with Coming to America, and it wasn't good. I'm praying Beverly Hills Cop Four will be good. I love those movies. Fingers crossed. I'm not going to get my hopes up too hard, but again, it's going to be on Netflix. I pay for Netflix, so I'm going to watch it. There you go. Uh, but I And then, this now he's been saying this for a long time, but Eddie Murphy swears after Beverly Hills Cop 4, he's going back out on the road and doing stand-up. He swears by it. He's writing. And this is something that people have been waiting on bated breath for years. That Netflix comedy special will break fucking records like i can't even imagine if that if that actually does happen uh raw is still i believe the biggest comedy movie of all time like because it, it went into theaters eddie murphy had a stand-up comedy everybody's doing netflix and, and amazon now eddie murphy's movie was in the fucking movie theaters and was the number one movie in the country like you don't do people don't do that anymore martin lawrence did it eddie griffin did it not to the level of eddie murphy like they were just following in eddie's footsteps but yeah fingers crossed man i'm hoping he comes back and knocks it out the park what's up oh <sighs> well that's that movie. Yes. You know, you people. Yes. What I do you mean, know it. you people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh that's what's up. Let me ask you a couple quick questions real Shoot. quick. I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. And I just want you to tell me the first thing that pops in your head. Okay. Ready? Okay. I mean, but but it, it might not be the right answer, but the first thing that pops in your head, right? Okay. Because I mean, it's the Valentine show. Sure. Right? Yes. Do you remember your first love? Yes, I would have to call. That's a tough one. Uh, we've talked about on the podcast. I don't have game, so I didn't actually have an official date. Like ask a girl out, girlfriend. My wife was my first serious girlfriend, but I do remember my first crush and the first girl that broke my heart. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, is that a Sacramento girl? No, 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 no. Like I said, I had zero game. I moved out of Sacramento in the sixth grade. Moved to Amador County in '87, uh, so I did seventh grade on in Amador County, and it was tough because I came into a real tight knit small community where everybody knew everybody. I was the new guy, a little awkward, a little goofy. I loved hip hop and rap, and that wasn't the thing in '87. Like it was all about, you know, uh, Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses back uh -huh. then. So I was weird and different. So there were, I can tell you, I had a crush on a girl all through. All through junior high and high school and never got the guts up to tell her never said anything uh don't i think i saw her once at walmart and uh you know kids and looks like she's probably married now but 
yeah, I can definitely remember that. And I remember after high school, the first girl who broke my heart. I definitely can go there immediately. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Was it Lil Debbie? It was Lil Debbie Snack Cakes. Yeah. It was. That fucking heifer. Yeah. But absolutely, yeah. I could tell you that, that uh, yeah, there was a girl uh, right out of high school. Um, the first girl that I think I really thought was going to be the one and it wasn't the one, you know, one of those that lasted a few weeks. Her name was, her name was Kathy. I won't give a last name. She doesn't listen. She's no longer in Amador County, but it was right out of high school. We connected at the, uh, sober grad. She actually had, here's, here's when you know it was bad. She had a boyfriend, but things weren't going well. He wasn't at sober grad. Her and I connected and talked, and of course she told me how things weren't going well and it was bad and this and that, but she wasn't breaking up with him. Uh-huh. But she liked me, and we proceeded to go to the movies, and this is in a small town. Not a good idea. Don't recommend it. It didn't end well. <laughs> but I really liked her a lot. Uh, you know, my first real big-time kiss, my first crush, my first a lot of things, no details, um, and uh, yeah, just... Bad on me, bad idea, awful. I ended up real hurt. Zero out of 10, do not recommend. Do not recommend. I ended up real hurt. And then from that point on, I think the next person I hooked up with after that was my wife, my first wife, who I ended up marrying. So, yeah, didn't do a lot of dating. Um, No game, very shy, which is hard to believe if you listen to this podcast. I'm not shy in a lot of other... I'll get up on stage and perform for people. I'll rap. I'll tell jokes. I'll dance. I'll be stupid all day long if it comes to entertaining you. When it came to the, the opposite sex, that's when I shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been... I almost was the 40-year-old virgin. Not, but you know what I mean. Like I wasn't yeah. that bad, but... Yeah. Yeah, man. Crazy. But yeah, I definitely... That's where I went immediately as soon as you said that. You? Uh, I, I mean... I guess it's hard to answer because you think first love, uh, yeah, first crush. Love? You, know you mean? don't even yeah. know what no, love no, is. No, no, no. That girl Kathy, I didn't love her. I thought right, I right, did at the right, time, right, but right. I didn't. Right. Yeah. And, and I was I was a little bit different in the sense that uh, I can remember lots of crushes when I was younger. Yes. And I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, I remember I could list off ten names of girls that were probably you know that that oh yeah you know. Same here, but there was one for me from seventh grade through high school, and I never got the guts to even tell her or mention it. And I and I and and I'm happy now. I have no regrets, but I do regret at least not getting the balls up to be like, "Hey, you know what? I think you're really cute. I like you." You I remember in like fifth or sixth or some grade like that, I wrote a girl a note. Uh You know the whole check check yes or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's a country song. Yeah, but then uh, shot me down. Oh, she checked no. Well, it was this. She's like, "You're really cool. You're, I like you, but I'm, I'm with so and so." See, you didn't pull a bill and keep pursuing it. That's good. Well, I, you know, I was crushed <laughs> yeah. at that point. Of so. course, yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. Oh, and then, grade, uh, I mean. yeah. yeah, and then, uh, you know, then in high school there was a couple girls. There was one girl that I had a super big crush on, and then, like. We used to ride the bus together. We were in the same grade, and then like all of a sudden she disappeared. Like, because in back in the day, like when we're from, you know, like you didn't see everybody because we yeah. didn't all live like yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a town. Yeah. So like I wouldn't see people till school started back up again. Right. And so this girl was there, like I don't know, sophomore year, and then she was gone. Right. And then I never saw her again. Mm. And then I, I was in the back of my head. I was like, man. 
And then uh, she popped up on my Facebook like mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So I hadn't seen her in 30 Forever. plus years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, life wasn't kind. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that works for some folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look at somebody sometimes and go, oh my God, they're fucking old. And then I go, shit, he's a year younger than I am. Right, like, right. Hey, I, I got to say, Sav, you and I are blessed, man. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, you and I are blessed. Because from this podcast, people know I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not, I drink too much soda. I don't eat the right foods. I'm not exercising enough. The fact that I still got a semi-full head of hair, I'm not completely gray. And uh, I still resemble myself, I think from 15, 20 years ago. Not exactly the same, but I'm always amazed. Even I now have a beard and people I haven't seen for 20 years will immediately recognize me. Like even with the beard, like they're like, Bill. And I'm like, uh, but, and I don't remember them. I'm like, Hey, you know, but yeah, you and I are blessed in the fact that, uh, you know, uh, father time's been kinder to us than some, I will say. And I'm not, that's not a brag. No, not at all. And yeah. I, and I, and I didn't, you know, I have no idea what she's been through or no, whatever. You life know, is I, rough. Uh, yeah. Stress life's is hard. a killer. Life's hard, man. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I have that aunt, the love thing. I, I can remember crushes. I can remember. Yeah. That's why I went for the one first that I thought I was in love with. And I would not mention the name of a girl who I crushed on from junior high all through high school because I, she's, as far as I know, is still in the county. And there's a good chance that somebody listening would immediately know who she was and she could find out. And I would never now want that to be a thing. So yeah. I would tell you this. I would yeah. think my first love uh, is somebody who I didn't really have a chance to explore uh-huh. that relationship yes. when I was younger. Uh-huh. But I did get a chance when I was older. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough said. Makes sense to me. And yeah. uh, that, uh, yeah, I would say that for sure. That would be my, if if I was, if they put, you know, gun to my head, you got to pick one. Like, what would you say? That would probably be my answer. I dig that. I dig that. So, so uh, yeah. yeah, man. Solid episode. Um, let's see. Uh, and. Yeah. I haven't really talked about it. Yeah. But, uh. I'll just say this. Okay. I have Valentine's plans. I love it. Ew. And I know why. You do. But I am not, I am not saying anything because I'm leaving that to you when the time is ready and you feel comfortable to let our people know why you have Valentine's plans. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you I this. I zipped it. I kept a tight lip. I'm yeah. not sharing a word. You right. know. I, I, I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, I'm dating. Nice. Okay. Yes. Again, yeah, I knew this. But, yeah, you did. But for the podcast, I'm yeah, going to pretend. Bill's met her. Get the fuck out of here. Bill's met her. Yes, I have. She, in fact, just told me to tell you say hi. All right. Hello. She, she, she's a fan of Bill. Is she here? She's not. Oh, okay. On, yeah. the, on the phone. On the phone. I'm yelling like she's in the room. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been a little... Uh, f- been a little bit now. It's Things yeah. are great. You've met her. Obviously, she's met Justin. Amazing. And, yeah. So... Great yeah. lady. Yeah. I yeah. have... Uh, she's a nice lady (laughs) no i'm happy for you dude that's and that's what's up and what i when i was alluding to earlier when i said valentine's day is really special when you're in that early on stages of a relationship i knew i knew i was kind of 
putting that to you because I knew what was going on. I didn't know if you were going to bring it up. So that's why I kept it a little ambiguous mm-hmm. and didn't go into details. But yeah. I'm happy to hear that you're comfortable enough to put that out there for the folks. Yeah, it's been it's been a it's an, enough to know that uh, I'm, I feel comfortable saying that. Yeah, you have a lady friend. I, I do have a, a lady friend. I like that, man. I love it. All right. So, uh, what did we talk about today? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Do you have a Valentine? Do you remember your first Valentine? What's your most vivid memory of your first crush? Uh, did you watch You People? Did you think it was hilarious? Did you think it was lame? Do you think we're off our rocker for even recommending it? Um, did we ruin it for you? Yes. Did we Yeah. Did we not give the spoiler alerts? Uh, when was the last time you had a haircut? What's did- your favorite love song? Yay, there you have it. Let us know uh, if you... If Romantic you, song or song that just has love, love in the, the title. title. Absolutely. Let us know. Hit us up. We would love your feedback. We, as always... Love your feedback. Love, yes. We will always bring it up in a future episode. Uh, we'll give you a shout out and we'll talk about it. Please do that. Um, anything you'd like to add to that, sir? God bless everyone. God bless us, everyone. I'll get us on up out of here then. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it isn't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Okay, bye. How deep is your love?